give Jesus a big shout. Why don't you lift your two hands above your head and just celebrate him this morning? Raise your voice and magnify him. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his cause with praise. He said, Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Don't murmur your thanksgiving. Give him praise and give him glory. Oh, we give you praise, we give you glory. Thank you, mighty Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray this morning that by the light of God's word, somebody here will be advanced to the next levels. When the word of Joseph came, the stagnation was ended. He experienced multiple next levels. Your own word is coming this hour. Amen. The grace to receive that word and engage with that word, may you receive it here today. Amen. And as we partake of the communion this morning, whatever murmurs and grumbles and complaints inside any life, they shall be destroyed. Amen. The grace to keep singing the high praises of God on a daily basis, receive it by this communion today. Amen. The you that came here is not the same you that will live here. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your hands together for Jesus. And please be seated. It's my year of breaking limits. God will decorate somebody here. I said, God will surprise somebody here. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many are falling. Not one evil will come near your dwelling. Yeah. Everyone alive today, you'll be alive to see the end of this year. Yeah. Every member of your family alive today, they'll be alive to see the end of this year. Yeah. There shall be no weeping in your household. Yeah. There shall be no crying in your family. The only thing that will be happening from now is shall be celebration galore. Yeah. So every time you hear a testimony, a testimony is a pointer to what God has done. And when you celebrate God for what he has done, you commit him to do more. It's only those who are affected are aware of how many people have died in that location. So no matter the evil happening in this world, it shall be minus you and your family. Amen. So when you hear a testimony, celebrate God for it. What you are saying is that, Father, I will never be a victim of evil. I said you will never be a victim of evil. Amen. If you are celebrating God for those testimonies, give my Jesus a big shout of prayer. And there are people here, not only your son, your in-laws, they will buy a jeep for you. Brand new, it's a clean Tiaroba. Say Jeep. <laughs> God will bless you with prosperous in laws. You will not marry into poverty. Your children will not marry into poverty. 
your prosperity will multiply. You will not just be prosperous. I said your prosperity will multiply. No member of your family will bring poverty to your lineage. Oh, what a blessed in-law. I don't know about you. That's the kind of in-law me I'll be having. I'll prosper and my in-laws will be what? So prosperity raised to power one million. Raise God. I say your prosperity will multiply. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You had a testimony. He said, I came here, I was sick. I was down. But you see, testimonies are messages. He said, I belong to a service unit. And everyone in service unit, they rally around, around me. Please, if you are coming to church and you are not in home cell, you are not in service unit, you are cheating yourself. You are what? You need spiritual people around your life. Stop being a solo Christian, a low ranger believer. There are people now who are hearing me right now. Nobody knows them in the church. They only know themselves. It's not a good life. He said, woe to him that is what? Alone. So connect with others. Follow. So long as you are following the word of God, you can't be a victim of bad company. So identify service units. Identify himself. And be active there. And be active there. The Lord will grant us understanding. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. Now, quickly, this morning, we have been looking at the subject, understanding how praise brings about, how praise brings about the fulfillment of prophecies. Remember, the prophetic focus of the month is praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecy. Understanding how praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecies. So we are looking at part 2C in this third service. What are prophecies? We say prophecies are the revelation of God's mind, the plan of God, the purpose of God, of what God wants to do in our life. That God has a culture, God has a character, God has a habit of always saying what he wants to do. Genesis 21, verse 1. And the law, and the, Genesis 21, verse 1. And the law visited Sarah as what? As he has said. God's word, what God has spoken, is the pace setter for what God will do. God's word is the pace setter for God's visitation. God does not visit where his word has not gone ahead to. He sent his word. So everything he wants to do, he will speak his word. Either from the pages of scriptures or through his messengers. The Bible is the book of prophecies. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 19 to 21. He said, we have a more sure word of prophecy. In verse 20, he said, this prophecy, no prophecy of scriptures. So, 
the Bible is talking about prophecies of God's plan, God's intention. He said, I will satisfy you with long life. He said, you will lend to nations. I thought you were saying amen to that. Amen. That's the will of God. You hear that testimony? He said, I came to this church and they said, you should tell, say, I cannot be sick. Say, I am well. Why? The Bible says so. It's God's plan. He said, the inhabitant of that city shall not say what? I am sick. He said, let the weak say what? It's God's mind. He said, whatsoever you do shall do what? That's prophecy. So you don't need, you see, I wonder, people are looking for men of God to, to, be, to, be, to be seeing visions for them. You don't need that. No. There's so much in the Bible than to be a victim of professional prophets. You want somebody to say, vision is the plan of God. Vision is already in the Bible. Paint pictures of the world. Except God, come and tell you by yourself. Stop looking for others. Paint pictures of scripture. That's a vision. That's the mind of God. But God can come in and in a spectacular manner show you visions. That's acceptable. But don't seek for it. If you seek for it, Satan may give you a counterfeit. Is somebody still there? So that's prophecy. Prophecies of scriptures or prophecies by his servant. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. He said the Lord God will do nothing except he revealed them to his servant, the prophet. God still have his mouthpiece on the heart. They speak the mind of God. So and these prophecies, they are not psychological predictions. They are the things God wants to do. But you have to receive them in your heart as a seed, first of all. If you want to see prophecies fulfilled, you have to receive the seed of prophecy. When you receive a prophetic word, either in the church, if you know it addresses you, write it down. Capture it. Writing helps you to keep record of what you have received. That's why when you come to church, don't just come to church and cross your leg. We are not in entertainment place. If you are expecting a word from heaven, there's a word. It may not even be related to what the pastor is saying, but the Spirit of God will speak specifically to you if you are prepared. But if you just come to church without any notebook, you just come. You are saying, God, I'm not expecting anything here. So nothing will come. Because demand determines supply. If you are not expecting specific word, then nothing will come. You just become a religious uh, by God. Come to church and every Sunday I go to church. So every prophecy you want to see fulfilled, you receive it on the tables of your heart like a seed. Because God's word is like a seed. Luke chapter 8, verse 11 and verse 15. He said, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. And our heart is the place where we plant the seed of God's word. That's why take time to read your Bible. Many people are not reading the Bible again. Take time to read God's word. It's the bank of prophecies. If you are not reading your Bible, then you become a, a customer or professional prophet. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It's enough. One chapter a day, two chapters a day. It's not because you want to become a pastor. It's because you are looking for the seed, the, the incorruptible seed that will germinate and produce. So, look for seeds of the world that cover your area of need. You see, as many as received him, as many as received the seed of the world, to them, that will experience the fulfillment of the world. 
So every prophecy that you know you are desirous of, capture them. Receive them to your heart. Document them. Meditate upon them. Then you're on the way to see them fulfilled. And these prophecies, they are according to God's power. They are, not, they are not according to man's effort. God speaks according to his what? His power, his ability. He doesn't speak according to our situation. God may use a man to say it, but it's not speaking according to the mouthpiece. The man is just a microphone. This mic I'm having right now doesn't have power to speak for me. It's just amplifying my voice. So when a servant of God declares certain things that looks too, that looks outlandish, that looks naturally impossible, it's not the man of God that will do it. It's God who says you say it that will do it. Is somebody there? You know the story, 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. The man of God came when there was scarcity in the land. He said, this time tomorrow, abundance will replace scarcity. And there was a learned fellow there. Perhaps he went to Harvard or Oxford or Cambridge. He said, how can this be? Clearing and forwarding alone will take a lot of time. Shipping from Europe to here will take a lot of time. Now, exchange rates. All the, all the logistics are contrary to, don't mind this bushman. He <laughs> provoked the man of God. He said, your, 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 your eyes will see it, but you will not taste it. And it came to pass. The man saw it. So, we should not use our mind, our brain, to reason out God. God is bigger than our brain. He's the God of all flesh. There are things human beings cannot try. But God can say it and get away with it. For instance, now, this year, God servant over this commission, Bishop Odeko said, 2020, we are going to, that God wants to plant 10,000 churches. Some of us, our heart was beating very fast when he said it. He said it openly. He said it boldly. He said, God said he will plant, not the church, not the commission, that he will plant through this commission. Now, the good news today, we have crossed the 10,000 today. 10,000 solid, solid churches, verifiable, touchable, with human beings, with facilities, with laborers. Even if you have the money, what about the laborers? Can you call anybody? We have excess people who are doing interview. If you don't meet our stringent conditions, you are not skilled in the interview. It's not an all-commerce affair. They did both written and verbal interview. We were screening people. There's a requirement of minimum number of years you have to be in the ministry. Yes. You have to go to Bible school. You have to show to us that you're establishing it. We have to see your certificate. So it's not that we just want anybody. No, it's not, it's not for every dick and hurry. So God stir up the heart of people to respond to that call. So the God who said that one, and did it. In the same God who said this year is your year of breaking limits. Amen. Breaking limit means what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, the things that have not entered the heart of man. He said they shall be your experience this year. Amen. I'm not hearing your amen. amen. Somebody said, Pastor, this is November now. What are you talking about? God cannot be intimidated by time. God is not limited by time. 
God lives in a timeless realm. He creates and controls time. Six days too much for God. Is somebody see there? God that created the entire world in six days, that created human being in one day. Now, you won't need more than one day to turn somebody's life around. Am I communicating? So don't limit God. Receive the word. Your breaking limit package will still be delivered this year. Whatever came to you in Shiloh 2019 as a desire that you are here to see, between now and commencement of Shiloh 2020, you are going to see them. Oh, I thought your amen would be stronger than that one. That is receiving the seed of prophecy. And we are saying this month, among other things, the high praises of God is one of the vital scriptural ways through which we process prophecies into fulfillment. It's a seed. A seed has to be water for it to germinate. Any seed without water will dry up and die in the ground. So when God speaks and you want to see it, you have to dance that word into fulfillment. The example of Joseph this morning Joseph, by revelation, he had an insight into the, his future. That a time is coming that I, Joseph, that my father, my mother, and my 11 brothers, they will bow down to me. He dreamed a dream. Genesis 37, we know the story from verse 1 to 7. He said, the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars, they did what? They stood around about me and they made obeisance. They bowed down to me. Ah. It wasn't the first, it wasn't the second born. He had an insight into what God wants to do. And because they didn't like it, they conspired against him. The dreamer has come. They thought they can kill him. You can't kill the vision of God. They sold him to slavery. But one thing remained constant. Joseph never lost his joy. Joseph kept his praise. How do I know? Genesis 39, verse 2, when he was sold to slavery, the Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph. Now the question is, what is it that made God to be with Joseph? Among others, it is creating a praise habitat for God. Psalm 22, verse 3. The scriptures cannot be broken. God will never be with anyone who is praiseless. Whatever take away your praise of God has taken away the presence of God. He said, God inhabit what? The praises of his people. He inhabits the praises. Praise Build a house for God to stay. So any life that is devoid of praise cannot accommodate God's presence. So despite the fact that Joseph was experiencing misfortune, inside this misfortune state, he was still praising God. So God was with him. So he became a prosperous slave. Inside prison, Prison yard is the headquarter of misfortune. People don't smile in prison. 
But inside prison, according to scriptures, one day, because by reason of God's favor, Joseph has become an official in the prison. I could imagine Joseph as an officer inside that place. The food for other prisoners, their uniform, their assignment, Joseph was the one in charge. So it was a living big inside prison. So one day, just like the way doctors do the ward round, you know, doctors do ward round. So Joseph was doing prison ward round. <laughs> and he saw the butler. They were looking sad, depressed. And Joseph said, oh, why are you crying? Cheer up. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. Don't let Satan take away your praise. Ah. He said, the reason why I'm sad is because I had a dream. And I'm confused about this. He said, ah, relax. And because God was with him, God showed him the dream. And the interpretation. We know the story. One thing led to the other. The person he helped to interpret the dream was the one that recommended, that remembered him in the palace. If you allow your situation to becloud your face, to make you to become self-focused, self-absorbed, self-centered, you are not interested in the things that concern others because you are in challenge. You are robbing yourself of your future. Joseph would have died inside prison. If he stayed in prison, bemoaning his miserable situation. It's my brothers. They conspire against me. They sold me to slavery. They took my coat of many colors. Even when I became a boy boy in my master's house, my master's wife lied against me. Can you see my life now? So if he's crying, will you see others who are crying? So wipe away your tears. Stop crying. Get out of that weeping state. That's why God can never help anybody who is weeping. Before Jesus stepped, he said, weep not. Do what? Weep not. Weep not. Weep not. I want to step in. But I can't step into a weeping environment. It is toxic. I can't step into a priceless life. It is toxic. Just like a fish cannot attend party on the land. Am I correct? Can you imagine a dolphin? Say, excuse me, the inauguration of the next 46th president of America. I want to attend that inauguration. What will happen to the dolphin? Dead. He has left his natural habitation. So God's habitation is praise. So you are on your own. Oh, why? Oh, when you allow anything to take away your praise. You may have lost anything. God is the reason why you have not lost everything, including yourself. He said, in everything, do what? You yourself should have been buried. But God fought and limited the damage. But here you are. You abandon what God has done. And you are now celebrating what Satan has done. You see, Satan killed somebody. You see, you see, I lost my TV. You see, I lost my new smartphone. He, 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 all this dancing they are doing. I don't think I can dance, so I just lost my phone. Ah. Satan said, I'm coming to steal more. You never record any loss again. Yeah. I said, you never record any loss again. Yeah. So, your being alive is no reason. He said, let everything that has bread do what? 
You are complaining because you are alive. If a person is dead, will he complain? And every form of complaining complicates the believer's case. So, if you want to see the word of God fulfilled, celebrate it. Joseph was celebrating. And eventually, the war came to pass. All the father, everybody came to Egypt to meet him in Egypt. And they bowed down to him. To the point that Joseph said, what a testimony. Genesis 45 verse 8. He said, and God has made me to be a what? To be a father to Pharaoh and the Lord of all his house. What a testimony. A father, not assistant. Not his deputy. Not his boy boy. Not his younger brother. God has made me a 30 year old boy. Became a father to somebody older than him. A slave. Who made him? Another Joseph will live here today. I said another Joseph will live here today. Joseph had dramatic next levels in one day. He slept one night in the prison. The following night, he found himself in the palace. Somebody's next level will be delivered here today. Yeah. Oh, if you are there, shout a stronger amen. Yeah. The same day that God showed Joseph the secret of the dream, the Bible says the king made him to ride in his second chariot. He was riding the Bentley of their days. The king will be, will be using the choicest of mobility. The king removed his ring and gave it to him. The same day, his bachelorhood was terminated. He became a son-in-law to the king. Same levels have changed. Yeah, levels have changed from being in the prison to the palace. Levels change from being a bachelor to what? To marriage. Somebody here, by our places today, your level will change from being single to marriage. Oh, I'm not hearing a great amen. amen. Somebody's level will change from being barren to becoming fruitful. Amen. Somebody's level will change from being weak to being strong. Amen. Somebody's level will change from being sick to being healthy. Amen. Somebody's level will change from being a tenant to becoming a landlord. Amen. Somebody's level will change from being a beggar to becoming a distributor. Amen. So the levels of Joseph change because he kept his joy. See, I will keep my joy. To the point that the Bible says he became the Lord of Pharaoh's house. Psalms 105 verse 15 Verse 17 to verse 21. One man became minister of finance. One man combining the portfolio, minister of interior. <laughs> he said he made him lord of his house and lord of his substance. He was binding the senator as his will. Are you there? That too is a lord of his house, interior minister. Lord of his substance is what? Minister of finance. To bind his princes at pleasure. It was the chief justice. And number four, 
He was teaching senators. He was senior president. He was a wonder prime minister. He, he combined all the portfolio, just like Nigerian president. You see, you see the minister of petroleum. Am I correct? He combined petroleum with the commander in chief. He combined everything together. Joseph was, was the practical commander in chief from being a slave. Same level of change. After the praise and the communion this morning, somebody here will experience dramatic multiple change of levels. So quickly, what does it take to experience next levels? What does it take to experience next levels? Because next levels is God's desire for every of us who are his children. Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 3. He said, you have compassed this mountain long enough. You have stayed around this level long enough. Your business turnover has overed around one million per month long enough. Your income has overed around two million per month long enough. I want to open a new chapter for you. I want to take you forward. I want to take you higher. And today, God will establish that for somebody here. Because no father rejoices at his children repeating class in school. First year, primary one. Second year, primary one. Third year, primary one. Five years, primary one. Even the school will be tired. They will send you. They will spoil the person. So God wants us to be moving from one level to higher level. Life is in phases. God wants to take us to above all nations of the heart. We have an adventure and the destiny of from glory to glory in Christianity. So be glory to glory. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. So no matter your level today, there's a better place for you. We are going to get there. He said, The Lord thy God will multiply you a thousand times. How many times? Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11. So I don't know your level. God has the capacity to do what? To multiply you what? A thousand times. A thousand times. So even if you are a trillionaire in pound sterling, God is saying, I can still multiply you what? See, I received that. I'm not hearing you right now. That's what they call next levels. Next levels. So don't settle down to be a local champion. Don't. You have not built your last house. Oh, I'm not hearing your amen now. You are going to build better houses. So I said in second service, stop saying you are building house for your children. It's, it's a backward mind. By the time your children want to start building house, your own house will be like a mud house. They will build sophisticated house that you won't need, you won't need button, you won't need the key. You just sensor with the door, sensor. I'm coming, allow you to enter. Oh, yeah, I thought you were saying a stronger amen. Yeah. Not all this your Chinese uh, steel door you are talking about, you are struggling, you have lost your key. You don't need any key that one. You just look at your eyelid. Or you just wave your hand at the door. The door will say, okay, I'll congratulate you. And the bed will be water bed. Oh, I thought you were shouting a stronger amen. Yeah. So, not this your uh, uh, muka foam bed you are talking about. They won't use your bed. I'm not hearing your amen. So build your house for yourself and your wife. Your children will build bigger houses for you. Oh, I'm not hearing your amen now. 
that's next levels. That's why we must have that mentality. As far as your eyes can see, Genesis 13, verse 14 and 15. If you cannot see it, God cannot take you there. If your mind cannot capture next levels, God can never take you there. If you cannot see yourself as a house owner, you may die as a tenant. For all the land which thou seest, to you will I give. The one you don't see, I won't give it to you. By this communion today, God will give you new visions. God will give you brighter visions. Every child of God is a global personality. But if you can't see beyond the shores of Nigeria, you will just be a Nigerian local person here in Nigeria. He said, through the seed of Abraham shall all the nations of the earth be what? And you are a seed of Abraham. You have what it takes to impact your world. Say, I have what it takes. But until you see that. So quickly, what does it take to explain next levels? Number one, we must continue to walk in line with God's word. We must walk in line with God's word. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. As we behold him as in the glass, we are changed. We are changed. We are changed. And God's word is that glass. From glory to glory. After this service, you are moving to your next levels of glory. Yeah. Every shame and reproach around your life, I see them terminated here today. Yeah. So walk in line with God's word. And God's word says, little by little. Say, so even though your beginning be small, what will happen? Your latter hand. So don't despise the days of small beginning. So that is working in line with God's word. You are like a mustard seed. The tiniest of seed. But when it is planted, it grows up to become one of the greatest seeds. Mark chapter 4, verse 30 to 32. Work in line with God's word. Be patient. Life is in faces, men and in sizes. Don't see people driving big cars in this church and say, I want to drive, I want to roll. Otherwise, you're going to become a thief. Don't dodge the process. If you dodge the process, you miss the product. Work in line with God's word. He said, little by little, little by little, every great thing starts small. The only thing that starts from the top is the grave. So, walk in line with God's word that I am moving to the next levels, but I am not despising my current level. I will not be hiding my current status. I will not be hypocritical about it. I will not be doing things to make myself look big. There are some people right now, they are using phone that is bigger than their size. You have a big phone of 500,000, you can't buy credit to it. You are looking for something to buy credit. <laughs> to eat proper food, you have not eaten. You are buying shoe on credit. I hope nobody do that in this church. The day I catch you, that was before, this is now. Nobody doing that in this church. I thought you were saying amen. Yeah. Little by little, 
That is walking in line with God's word. Number two, what does it take to experience next levels? Continue to put divine instructions. Continue to engage with every divine instruction as may be handed down from time to time. Engage divine instructions. Hmm. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 13. Said, take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she's your life. You obeyed instruction 2015. You must keep obeying instruction 2020. Is somebody there? You are obeying the instruction of breathing out carbon dioxide and you are taking in oxygen. The day you say you don't want that, what will happen? Bye bye to this world. Keep instructions. God is an instructor. The Bible is 75% made up of instructions. Those who don't like instructions don't enjoy Christianity. And instructions are not designed to be convenient. Is somebody there? Instructions will always take us out of our comfort zone. Instructions. It is when you pass the instructions that you can be promoted. You know, Psalm 75 verse 4. It said promotion does not come from the east or the west or the south, but from where? From God. So God is the promoter. Next levels means promotion. He said it was the Lord that advanced what? Moses. 1 Samuel chapter 12 verse 6. So if you want to move to the next levels, you must pass instruction at your current level. Christianity is a profession. And every profession, there are qualifying examinations. Is somebody there? And until you pass the test, the examination, nobody is qualified to take you to the next class. Is somebody there? For instance now, a lot of people are struggling financially. Because many people's challenge, 90%, 90 is money matter. Am I correct? Yeah. Money matter. But the Bible gives us a solution. Proverbs 13 verse 18. He said, he that refuses instruction. He said, poverty and shame shall do what? shall be to him that refuses instruction. That means there are divine instructions, eternal scriptural instructions, that when you embrace them and keep them in season and out of season, when things are working and things are not working, and you keep them, poverty and shame will be far from your life. You will never see poverty. Amen. You will never see shame. Amen. You will never beg for what to eat. Your children will never beg for what to eat. Amen. So, the key is pass the test of instructions on giving. See? The grace to pass that test, may you receive it today. Amen. Number three, or number what now? Number three. Continue to serve God. And the interest of his kingdom. Continue to serve God and the interest of his kingdom. Then you'll be qualified for the next levels. In Luke chapter 19, 
We are familiar with that story, 11, verse 11 to verse 17. Verse 13, thank you very much. He delivered to them 10 pounds and said, occupy till I come. He gave 10 servants 10 pounds. That means one pound to each. And that is likely to every one of us. He said, occupy, do business, trade with this thing. Now, one traded with one pound and gained 10. He said, now you have been faithful over one. Now, be authority over what? Ten cities. Give me that scripture. He moved from one city to ten cities by reason of gainful trading. It was not idle. He gained ten. So you have authority over ten. One got two. He said, now, be lord over two cities. The third person did nothing with his own. He buried his own. He was watching others trade and engage. He was a spectator. He said, take that one which was in hand and let's give it to the one that has more and cast him into outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing. What am I saying? As a church, we are writing examination of soul right now. We shall be submitting our answer script by the last Sunday of November. I pray your own answer script will not be empty. Amen. You heard the testimony read to us. That sister, A.K. Chikoka, she's married now. She was on a shared testimony in 2016 in Shiloh. She kept serving the law. He said, at the beginning of the year 2020, I drew up a personal vision board on what he wants God to do for her career, her NGO. He said, God said, no, remove personal vision board. Put kingdom vision board. You hear the testimony? He said, she began to write, number one, my 10 established shows. All of us hear it this year. Number two, I want to be fasting 12 days of the month. She wasn't a pastor. She has a job to do. He said, I will fast 12 days of the month. He said, number three, Lord, help me to buy a bus to move convert in my area in Lagos to Kenan land. He said, number four, I increase my kingdom commitment to 35%. Some are still struggling to pay 10%. Some are still cheating God to calculate 10%. He said, after I wrote those things, my palm began to sweat. Hey, I've had no put myself in trouble. He said, but God help me. Before March, deliver 10 souls. A young girl who just got married. He said, suddenly, we got, my, he said, my NGO got 43,000 US dollars. Not applied for, not requested for, for your NGO. He said, now, I got a quantum leap job. That from one month's salary, I can successfully and stressless build a rural church. Now, for your information, to build one rural church, it will take nothing less than 10 million era. Under capacity of that is not less than 10 million era. He said, from one month's salary, say one month's salary, you can begin to imagine a salary. He that soweth sparingly shall do what? He that come to church, hear the message and do nothing. You know, in our church, we are doing so winning. The question is, how many are you doing? 
Are you part of bringing them? You see, you have to be personal in your work with God. It's not about what you hear. It's not about what you know. It's about what you do with what you have heard. When they say bring souls to the house of God, it's not for the pastor. Okay, is it the pastor's level that changed now? It was a level. He said, even my husband, he said, the testimonies was causing, you can make somebody to be sweating. Palm sweating testimony. <laughs> I like that testimony. He said, my husband also got a mouth-watering job. Now, she had a job before. She was a consultant to Harvard University, a small girl, who, who finished with 2-2, University of Port Harcourt here. Yet, her level will still change because she's still engaging. Somebody engaged last, 2015, he has retired. Now, she's still engaging. God is not tired of taking her to higher levels. He said, now, I am a leader of a global initiative that are involved in about seven countries. Small girl, young girl. It's not your age. It's your engagement. The grace to engage, may you receive it today. Amen. That's why no, every sincere, genuine winner, it will not be difficult to deliver 10. If you are make up your mind, this week it can happen. People take vacation to win toes. Not from uh, petty, petty jobs, international jobs. They say, excuse me, I want to take two weeks out of my annual leave. And the job is, in the morning, husband and wife, like crazy people, winning souls. And God catapulted them again. Your business will multiply. Yeah. I said your business will multiply. Yeah. In your career, you'll be favored. Yeah. You see? Anywhere I go, I'm favored. By friends, by foes, by enemies. Why? By God. He said, when a man's way pleases the law, he even causes his enemies to be what? All this one, somebody doesn't like me. It's nonsense. There's a way you engage. Your enemies, they will give you one billion dollar contract. Anyone has vowed not to help you, they'll be the one begging you, please, I want to help you. Just come, I want to help you. Because God will not allow them to sleep. But it's your personal engagement. So it's not enough to come to church, hear the word. Engage the word for your own sake. For my own sake. I go to town to win souls. God does not reward title. There's no entitlement in title. Senior pastor, state pastor, local pastor, village pastor, deputy pastor, pastoral assistant, pastoral fool, pastoral down, elder council, elder junior council, or day worker, or day non worker. It doesn't mean anything to God. It is our obedience to God that matters. Someone shared a testimony second service. He said she was, he was sleeping in Mobile Field Station in Water Lines, homeless, frustrated. But came to church 2018 here. Was running with the world. Went to Bible school. He said, even in the night, in the, that moment, he was still winning souls. In that pitiable situation, he was still telling somebody, Jesus loves you. Now, saw him this morning with tie, with beautiful shirt, decorated by heaven. So, you cannot harass God with how many years you have been in church. It's the ancient of days. Stop counting days. Start counting obedience. May you receive grace here today. Amen. Number four, very quickly as we close. Continue to put your trust in God that he will perform his work. We must continue to trust in the Lord to confirm his work. There may be challenge, but God will perform his work. There's a song. God cannot lie. We always come to pass. 
for it's not a man. God cannot lie. His word will always come to pass. But God will test you whether you are testing him. If you come to church now, there are some right now, I will, well, they said we should go and win so. I will win, oh. But God know that if I try this month, if I don't see anything, I won't come to church December. God knows it already. That means you are not trusting him. You think he wants to use you. You think God wants to take advantage of you. Then he won't do anything for you. But if you trust him, that father, this is what you said. I know you will do it. Even if you don't do it, my position will not change. That is trust. Trust is higher form of faith. Faith is God will do it. Trust means even if God will not do it, my position, my serving God will not be tampered with. Can somebody see there? So trust God and you confirm his word. Job 13 verse 15. Job said, even though he will slay me, I will yet trust him. Finally, number five, as we close, we must continue to celebrate the faithfulness of God no matter what. We must continue to celebrate God, the faithfulness of God, no matter what, if you want your levels to change, if you don't want to be a victim of stagnation. Abaku chapter 3, verse 17 to verse 19. He said, although the fig tree shall not blossom, although there is no fruit in the store, although nothing appears to be working, he said, yet, I will do what? I will rejoice in the Lord my God. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Then what happens? He said, then, the Lord God becomes my strength. Then, the Lord will make my feet like the hands feet. Then it will cause me to do what? Walk upon my high places. Somebody's levels will change. So our levels remain the same way until you praise him. Even if you're in the pit, lift up your hands and praise him. Then God will raise you out. But when you put your hand in your pocket and you're in the pit, who will raise you up? It makes it difficult. So raise your hands in praise. Whether you're in the pit or in the prison. Paul and Silas, they were in the prison. They were facing execution the following day. They prayed. They switched to praises and God came down. The jailer who was oppressing them before began to say to them, Sars. He said what? The person who was molesting them a day before, when they saw the hand of God, he said, Sars, what must I do? He said, come here, boy. Give your life to Christ. Levels have changed. It turned from being the humiliated to be the one being honored. Somebody's here. Your level will change. Amen. Somebody's humiliation is over today. Amen. Somebody's reproach is over today. Amen. So in that prison, 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 anything that takes away your praise has taken away your next levels. Anything that takes away your praise has kept you stagnated maritally, spiritually. Because God only inhabits the praises of his people. In conclusion, Numbers chapter 11 verse 1. And the people complained, and the Lord was displeased. And the Lord heard it. Who heard it? And they were consumed. Complaining, murmuring, grumbling, makes matters worse. Instead of next levels, it is retrogression. It is setback. So, never entertain more money. 
Your pastor may not hear it. Your home cell leader may not hear it. Your friend may not hear it. The Lord. Somebody say every time, church, kingdom advancement. When are we going to talk about career advancement? Pastor, you need to tell us 10 principles of business <laughs> advancement. <laughs> principles cannot work without God. Except for without me, he can do nothing. In economics, ceteris parables. All things make, and all things are never equal. And only God can make all things equal. And God says, do my own. Then I will make all other factors to be equal. Every time, whistle, whistle. And some are even in the church. They are, can you be a leader in the unit? All these things, they are, my friend, you know you are my friend now. All these things they are saying, you know, don't mind Pastor Falaji. We are not winning anything. You know, you know me and you, we are not winning anything. We, are we have been doing this since. We are not winning. Who heard it? And the law heard it. People are seeing you there. But God is hearing what you are seeing at the back. So nothing is working. So when you claim you are serving and we are not seeing the proofs of rewards of service around you, check your heart. Check the things you are saying in the privacy. And I said earlier also, quarantine yourself from complainers. Isolate your life. Murmuring and complaining is more contagious than COVID-19. So do self-quarantine. And you hear somebody who is complaining, who is grumbling. You didn't see what they are doing? They say, they say, we Me, I'm not going to What do you do? Isolate yourself. Carry mask. Cover your face. Cover your nose. Cover your leg. Cover your house. Cover your office. And cover your phone. You know, COVID, you only cover your nose. I mean, but this one, you have to cover your house. Cover your phone. See, this person want to, want, to, want to contaminate me. When you see his phone number, just run away. You will not be infected. Amen. Your hands together for Jesus now. Amen. Give my Jesus a big shout of praise. Amen. Quickly, as we, before we partake of this communion, you are in this service, you want to move to the next levels. The first thing is to give your life to Christ. God will only advance, first of all, his people. Every parent will first of all take care of his children first. Until you are born again, you are not listed as his child. So give your life to Christ. I want to pray with you. You are in that category. You want next levels. You want to stop struggling. You want to, you want to stop being a victim of depression. A victim of stagnation. You want Christ to rewrite a new story for you. Stand to your feet right now. God bless you. God bless you. You want your sins forgiven. You want a new shelter open for you. You want God to decorate your life. Stand to your feet. God bless you. I thought we were clapping. Many are standing right now. God bless you. They are standing right now. For your sincerity, God bless you. At the gallery, God bless you. Today's your day. God wants to beautify your life. God wants to help you. God wants to support you. God wants to decorate your life afresh. God bless you. Many must be standing. Now, if you are standing, Start coming here. Carry your bus and Bible. Start coming. Start coming. Start coming. Let the pastor start moving right now. Start coming. Start coming. Start coming. Number two, perhaps you gave your life to Christ before and you have backslidden. You want to rededicate your life to Christ. Come and join these very sincere ones. They are here already. Stand up also. Come and join them. You want to rededicate your life. Start coming. Start coming. Start. I thought we were still clapping for them. Start coming.
coming. You are so, somebody there, you are still looking at me. Stand up right now. Stand up right now. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Don't refuse that invitation. It's knocking the door of your heart. This is your hour. This is your day. Many are still coming. I thought we are still clapping. They are coming. They are coming. Hasten yourself very quickly. God bless you. Many are still coming. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. This is your day of salvation. You cannot afford to postpone it. This is your day. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now all of us, your right hand upon your chest. See after me right now. Loud and clear. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Lord Jesus, I believe you came to this world. You died for my sins. You are roasted the third day. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From today, I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now I know I am born again. Amen. Father, I ask right now that you write down this book of life. Let your blood avail for them. The hold of the power of darkness is broken over your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.